Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With the first pick in the NBA draft, the Minnesota Timberwolves select 10,000 layups. 10,000. Ten thousand layups. Hello, good friends, and welcome to another episode of the 10,000 Layups podcast. I'm Kyle Radke, and I'm here with Julian Andrews. Julian? You're not, uh, you're not Greg Monroe, unfortunately. No, no, I can only one can only dream to become as relevant as Greg Monroe has somehow managed to stay. Who knew? <laughs> I know, right? I remember Greg Monroe was a guy who I always kind of wanted on my fantasy teams when I was like in high school. Well, and the weird thing is, like, prior to Monday night's game, if you would ask me how old Greg Monroe was. I would have said like 39. Yeah, 40. He's he's 31. Yeah. He's 31 years old. Just kind of a, a casualty of the way the game has evolved. I yeah. Feel like. Yeah, and he he's I think he said that during the post game interview the other day. He said that uh the game is the game stays the same, the people change. And I don't necessarily think it's I not agree true, with that. But, but okay. <laughs> good job by you, Greg. Uh we are recording this on a Wednesday afternoon. So uh last two games for the Wolves have been really weird. Yeah. Um, like, you know, I, again, we started our podcast out talking about Greg Monroe. Um, so uh, Monday night, <laughs> if that's they, any, if that's any indication of the, <laughs> the way that things have been going. Right. Um, and I think he, he was like the 500th and some player used this season, which is an NBA record already. Wow. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, we're recording this on a Wednesday. Um, the wolves beat the Celtics on Monday night. Um, which we'll, we'll talk about more about that in a little bit. Um, Tuesday, they lost to the Knicks. Not much really to talk about, but the Monday night game against the Celtics was one of the uh, probably more fun games that I've watched all year. Um, no Towns, no Edwards. Uh, Prince got cleared to play, but he didn't play at all. Um, no Russell. All the starters are out. No Nas Reed. Um, Jalen Noel comes off the bench, scores 29 points. Nathan Knight starts at center. Nathan Knight, yeah. Right? And I, Dave Benz had the uh, his nickname, or or whenever uh, Nathan Knight scored, he called it nighttime, which mm. um, and it's, not, it's okay. It sounded creepy. Um, it's nighttime. <laughs> yeah, but he said, yeah. If he would have said it like, if he would have said it like that, I would have enjoyed it. It was more of like it's nighttime, like it's nighttime. night night. I don't, I don't like. That. Yeah, that's weird. I don't yeah, like that weird. either. Uh, but Nathan Knight uh, getting his opportunity with twenty points. 
11 mm-hmm. rebounds, four assists. And then uh, Greg Monroe in 25 minutes off the bench, 11 points, nine rebounds, six assists, two steals, one block. Um, there's there's a good article over at the on the Athletic of John with, with uh, by John Krasinski talking about this whole thing. Um, and I, I think it's easy to poke fun at like, oh my God, Greg Monroe's playing and like Jake Lehman and you know, blah, blah, blah. But uh, Krasinski's angle is basically like for these guys, you think of Jake Lehman, who's in the last year of a uh, of his three year deal with the Timberwolves, and um, obviously anything that he can show to the Timberwolves or any other team is big. Yeah. Greg Monroe is somebody who I think we all think that he probably just like went out of the league by choice, but he's been playing in Russia, in Germany, and in, in the G League, mm-hmm. trying to get back. And this is a former number seventh overall pick. Um, you know, guys like Jalen Noel uh, trying to just crack the rotation. Guys like Nathan yeah. Knight showing that they belong. Um, it, it, it is a pretty interesting time in the NBA. And um, certainly, like, the, the you know, we, we it was pretty evident on Tuesday night that just, like, the, uh, the talent level is certainly a step down. But, like, there are a lot of guys, and Chris Finch said this. He, he basically talked about how, like, the, the difference between somebody in the rotation and somebody out of the rotation – He's like, there's not much there, which probably tells you like the difference between the 16th man, um, you know, and the 15th man is probably not much either. And I I say the 16th man, because that's somebody who doesn't make the team. Um, so it's like the, the, the last person that makes the roster compared to somebody who just missed out on making the team, like probably isn't much either, which I think is why, like you can see Greg Monroe come in off the street and just put up 11, like nearly, a yeah. A, a triple double in 25 minutes. Um, so yeah, it's I uh, I don't, I don't know if you have any thoughts on that, but I, I just, no, I think, think that's think a really good point. That's a really good point. I mean, like you could totally see, I mean, obviously COVID sucks, but, and it sucks that all these guys are missing time, but you do, I mean, yeah, there are definitely opportunities here and, you know, wouldn't be surprising to see Greg Monroe make a roster in the future. Cause you know, he sh- was impactful in that game and you know, he showed he can still play. So sometimes all it takes is an opportunity. And I think, you know, good for him for kind of staying sharp and ready to ready to go. I, I don't know. It's not there's not too much, I think, to analyze, but it's it, it is cool that some of these guys are getting the play on national TV and kind of get seen. And I don't know. Well, it's interesting, right? Like Phoenix, their big Achilles heel last year was the fact that they just didn't have a backup big. Right. And, yep. you know, they addressed that with, uh, I think they have JaVale McGee this year, but mm-hmm. like He's been last, last year, if it's like Aiden got in foul trouble, it's like, okay, Frank Kaminsky. Yeah. And, you know, he can stretch the floor a little better than Monroe can, but like, and I don't want to overreact after two games, but like, it, it just seems like there's a room for someone like Monroe. Yeah, totally. Where like, in, instead of some of these other guys that we've given chances to over and over and over again, yep. like, you know, maybe his style of play can work out in today's league. And yeah, like Nathan Knight, right? Like this guy comes in and, and puts up because the thing is like, granted the Celtics didn't have Dennis Schroeder or Jason Tatum, but they still had Robert Williams at center and they still had Jalen Brown. Like they were still going up against quality mm-hmm. NBA players. So um, yeah, interesting. And it, 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 what, what another interesting thing is we talked a few weeks back about how, uh, Leandro Balmero was in the rotation and he kind of yeah. took like Josh Akogi and Jordan McLaughlin spot. Interesting that he is seemingly completely out of the rotation now. Yeah. Unless he's got some kind of injury that we don't know about, but uh, it seems like he's just out of the rotation. Yeah. It does. It does seem like it, um, which is not ideal. No, not ideal for our first no. round pick this year. 
No, yeah, the, the hypothetical first-round pick. <laughs> um, some news around the league, and, and I guess kind of for the Timberwolves. Um, so the CDC came out with their new recommendations for uh, COVID. If, if you were, a, a, like, basically, if you test positive, um, basically, it, I mean, they're talking more so about the new variant, which is yep. going to... I'm going to guess account for like 80% of all the cases. Um, so the NBA is following that. So um, basically uh, after a five day isolation, positive players who are masked can return to their home team, their, their team's home market via commercial flight, interact in person with individuals in the community and enter indoor settings, establishments that are not the facility. They still can't play in games until they get those two negative tests. Um, so I guess, maybe you can get guys back earlier. Yeah. Um, but if you still need two negative tests, um, I I don't know if, well, I guess it says players might must isolate for six days and meet testing requirements or register two negative tests. Um, huh. So I don't know what the meet testing requirements, yeah. unless it means like after six days, you're eligible to return. Assuming you're getting tested well, I think every day. That maybe getting the protocols without having covid you know yeah can you still hear me yeah i got you um so it's like i feel like there's something where it's like you've been exposed but you don't have it and then yeah wait is it is it if you test positive though that's you positive yep Mm -hmm. that's interesting yeah i don't know i feel like it's like People, I think this is just all tied to this idea that maybe you're not as contagious for as long as was initially yeah. thought. And so then you can kind of go back and start reintegrating. And then once you test negative, you can kind of go back in the game. Yeah. So maybe I mean, it makes we'll, sense to me. Cause yeah. I mean, the thing about it is like this, this variant is going to be so widespread and you know, players don't just go to the games, you know, like they have the yeah. lives outside of that. And so it's kind of like, I don't know. It's, it's, it, this kind of sounds weird, but it's like if the, the precautions are so tight in the NBA, but com- they're not everywhere else people go. I don't know. It's kind like, of what like, does it really matter? It's kind of like, what is it doing functionally, even though it feels like the responsible thing to do? So I, I think it's it's a tough situation, but I, I see why they're doing it. Yeah. So like probably won't make a difference on when we see guys back, but that like they're going to be able to do stuff mm-hmm. in that in that downtime, it seems. Yeah. Um, so uh, next game for the Wolves, uh, Friday against the Jazz, and then on Sunday, they Sunday and Monday, they have the back-to-back games at, uh, not Staples Center, I guess, it's the Crypto, the Crypto, crypto Arena, crypto, something like that, the Crypto uh, Dome, the Crypt, um, <laughs> the Crypt, the Crypt, uh, they have the Lakers on Sunday and the Clippers on uh, Monday. Uh, yeah, so I think it, it sounds like Prince is going to be back for that Friday, or the Friday's game, and Edwards should be back. Um, I think he's out of the protocol. So assuming his conditioning is back, awesome. um, we'll see him. So you'll see some of these other guys that, that had their little fun two or three game stretch, get less minutes, but um, certainly um, an opportunity that, that a lot of yeah. them uh, didn't waste. Uh, Julian, it's the holiday time. Well, I guess the holiday season's kind of coming to an end here with new year's Eve. Um, I put this out on Twitter and I wanted to tell this, like, I, I, I don't, I don't know how like well prepared I am to tell a story, I guess, but right, go for um, it. Julian, do you remember um, Dario Saric at the 2018 holiday party? I do, yes. So do you remember where he was the majority of the night? 
Um, he was like standing in the corner with his boy right by the yeah. bar. Right by the bar. <laughs> so I tweeted this out because I don't know why I was thinking about this, but I said the holiday season always reminds me of the 28 Timberwolves holiday party when Dario Fassard just stood by the specialty cocktail bar for four straight hours without talking to anyone besides the buddy he brought. I gained a lot of respect from him that night. So I think that was at Aria. I'm not positive, but yeah, yep, basically yep, it at, was. at the Timberwolves holiday party, it's kind of hit or miss whether players appear or not. And this, yeah. this particular year, um, it was a big thing of Scott Layden's, I think, to try to get more of the players there. I think a lot of them came. Yeah, like Derek Rose, I remember, Taj was walking was around. There. Yep, Taj Gibson, Towns. Tibbs was, like, getting all Tibbs friendly and talk, yeah. walking around. Um, Daria was there. And if I remember, I'd have to look exactly when he got traded here. He was... It was, like, re- right after he got traded. Yeah, it was, like, relatively new. So he didn't really know very many people anyways. Um, I remember the there's a specialty bar right when you walk in, and he did not leave that bar and it was honestly like out of a movie where he was putting his drink down and as soon as he put his drink down he had another drink um i don't want to speculate on how many drinks dario had but um, he's a big dude i remember every conversation like some of those holiday parties you just get in these fake conversations with people from work about like this is my wife and you go oh hi like i'm never gonna see you again whatever like let's talk about wow this is fun um i remember just watching dario (laughs) And that was my entertainment for the night. So we, we, I think Darius had, I think Darius had seven drinks. Yeah. My girlfriend and I went up to him and we're just like, Hey, like, welcome to the cities. His English is also like not great. It's not horrible, but it's, you know, it's not, yeah. I mean, he's been playing in the NBA. So, but it's just like, it's not, he just has a very strong accent. Um, and he was just like, thank you. And then that was, that's that. I mean, like, you know, we didn't make, try to make small talk. Like, what am I going to talk to Dario about, you know, for any length of time? Um, but it was, uh, it was funny. Yeah. He's a good dude. I miss him on the wall. I miss him on the wolves. Yeah. He was, uh, he was a good presence. He did not play well on the basketball court. No, no, but I mean, he was a good locker room presence. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a hard thing. So I'm trying to look at some of his stats last year. He played well with the Suns before he got hurt. Yeah, last year he was, I mean, nine points, four rebounds. The year before, 11.6 rebounds. I, I think the thought of him being when he was 23 in 2017 yeah. for that Philly team, when he had like 15 points, seven rebounds, and like three assists, I in 39% from the three-point line, the version of that that I think we all hope that he'd be yep. is probably long gone because he's going to be 27. And just, yep. I mean, he, he can certainly get better, but it seemed like that version of what we thought he'd be is gone, but he's still a guy that can, that, that should is in a rotation for yes, a really good He's team. like a rotation NBA guy for sure. Um, but I, yeah, you're right. I mean, he was supposed to be this kind of phenom. Like he was supposed to be kind of a unicorn. Yeah. Coming yeah, over. It's like point and, forward that. Yeah. And it was also, I feel like kind of the hype was built up too, just cause he didn't come over for so long. Yeah. Like remember the years and years of being like, is Dario going to come and like push the Sixers over the, no, he didn't. No, yeah. no, no. And then he did come and it was kind of like, okay, you're, you're pretty good. And then he never really got better, but eh, well, what are you going to uh, do? Out for the majority of this year, the torn ACL. Uh, yeah. We'll get to another, maybe torn ACL, hopefully not in, in a little bit. Uh, but first I want to thank our good friends over at DraftKings. Nice transition. <laughs> thank you. Hockey fans, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL has a no brainer offer. That'll make you a winner. Once any shot gets past the goalie, new customers can bet just one dollar on any NHL game and win a hundred dollars in free bets if either team lights the lamp. The NHL got rid of ties in 2005, so you know someone is going to score. 
Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Throw in $1 on any NHL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a goal. That's promo code TBPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 years or older. New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit. $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com. Slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Uh Julian last night, uh, Ricky Rubio, um, yeah. he's getting an MRI today on his knee. It did, certainly did not look good, and I think most are expecting the worst. I don't think anything has been announced yet. I'm guessing by the time um, – let me just do a quick search to make I'm sure. I'm just but, looking. I didn't see anything. Yeah, I, I think we're all guessing um, that it's not going to be very good. It's his yeah. left knee. Um Cavs are 20 and 14. Ruby has been a huge part of that, averaging 13 points, six rebounds or uh, six assists, four rebounds per game. Um, so huge bummer for a yeah. guy that doesn't seem like he can catch a break. And finally, when he's having a good season, it's just like, yeah, it just sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Not much to add to that. That's a big blow for him and also for the Cavs, who, you know, were looking pretty nice. And now they have the injuries are piling up. So, yeah. No, uh, um, already without um, Colin Sexton, so Garland's in protocols. Yeah, not 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 great news. Hopefully, I mean, hopefully it's something like a you know MCL or yep. meniscus or something. something yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll see and, and we'll update you on um, the next pod. Um, Julian, the Lakers they started LeBron James, who's six foot nine. By the way, I think he's six foot nine. Is that right? Six nine, six seven. How Let's tall see. is LeBron James? Six nine. Six nine. Okay. They started him at center, which this is like a story, but it's not like that. He started against the the Rockets at center. Christian Wood is also six foot nine. Yeah. And he and we think of him as a big man. So like I don't yeah. understand why this is that much of a story. Um but regardless, uh the Lakers. I feel like won it's just that. like kind of the legend of LeBron. You know, he can play yeah. all five positions. And that's everything. very true now. You know, he yeah. can play all five positions. Say what you will about how the team has been performing this year, but LeBron can definitely play center in 2021. Um, it's true. Um, so Anthony Davis is out. Yeah. So. It'd be really um, funny if they started playing LeBron at center because AD won't play center. It's true, right? Like when AD like just, comes, if AD comes back and plays power forward and LeBron plays center. LeBron next to him. <laughs> That'd be funny. Uh, Lakers are 17 and 18. They've been playing a little bit better lately, seventh in the West. Um, I was thinking about this before, like, let's say the Wolves would get the, let's say they get the eight seed, right? And the Lakers get the ninth seed or whatever. Like, Ooh, yeah. how crazy, like, playing the playing the Lakers, with like, at target center for a playoff spot would be, like, crazy. one of the more fun things. Um, and if the Timberwolves be were, awesome. would, would be able to win, I would I'd lose my shit. That would be awesome. That would that be would, so cool. I'm actually kind of cheering for that now. Um, because then well, if they lose, that's what happened like, to the well, Suns last year. They yeah. had to play the Lakers, and they were all like, oh, no. And then they beat them. Yeah. You the, know? the two and the seven. And I think everybody thought that the Lakers were like sneakily going to win that game. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, I, that would be really fun. Because then if you lose, it's like, well, who cares? We lost to Anthony Davis and LeBron James. But if you win, it's like. We beat Anthony uh-huh. Davis and LeBron James. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's <laughs> right. kind of a, a no lose. Um Steph Curry, uh, he passed Ray Allen earlier this year for yep. uh, most three-pointers in NBA history. He just hit 3,000 three-pointers, which is freaking nuts. Um, I was just doing some, like, players within that, like, realm that could hit this mark before they retire. Uh, James Harden is 500 away. Um, 
So it seems like he'll hit that number. Uh, Lillard, Damian Lillard, uh, he's 820 away about. Um, so he's got some work to do, but. Um, I think both of them could pretty reasonably hit that. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, let's, I mean, what, what are guys making? Like 200 and some three-pointers a, a year? More than that, I mean, probably. I mean, let's say they each hit like three three-pointers a game, you know, average. Yeah, that's what Lillard's. And yeah, played. Lillard's averaging about 200 and, I mean, his last three years, uh, it's been 275, 270, and 237. So you're right. He's he's 31 years old. Let's say he's he plays play like three and a half, four. If he plays yeah. five more seasons, he'll definitely hit that. Yeah. Just interesting. Um, yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. I mean, it's crazy. Just like that's an, I mean, talk about the game changing. Like that's, the that's a huge indicator of that. Yeah. All of these, all of the people who are going to hit. Something that's never happened before. Yeah. Are are playing now. And the greatest shooter of all time previously, probably Ray Allen. I think you could say is fair. Yeah. uh, Didn't even get that. So it's like, I don't know. know. It's really interesting. It is. Yeah, it is. It is crazy. Um, that's all I have. We have for today. Um, RIP John Madden. Um, not, yeah. not basketball related, but, uh, probably one of the probably most interesting people in sports considering yeah. his uh, reach of, he was a player. A he was a coach and not just a coach, but a really, really good coach. And then he was probably one of the best broadcasters in, in sports history. And then he has a video game named after him and just yeah. kind of revolutionized that. So, um, RIP to him. Um, yeah, that's all we have. We'll be back next week. Um, everyone have a safe and, uh, happy new year, new year's Eve. Um, yeah, happy safe. Year. yeah, safe. If you decide to have a bunch of people over, um, be safe, get vaccinated, get boosted. Um, and if you're driving anywhere, um, don't drink and drive and, um, you know, be, uh, be cautious of other idiots. Um, that, that'll yes, be on the road. For so, sure. Um, be careful, but Julian, my friend, I will, um, I'll, I guess I'll see you next year. Yeah, <laughs> good one. You've been waiting all pod to do that one. I have. Yes, I have. Um, yeah, but we'll be back next week. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll talk to you guys in 2022. 